Excuse me. Yeah, noisy boys. Hello, everyone, and happy Friday. Uh, it's, you know, like, now that it's Friday, it's the beginning of what I like to call the spookiest time of year. And I'm talking about, ta I'm not talking about tax season, Hasso. I'm talking about the spookiest <laughs> time of year. Uh, this is the Rupert Special. I'm Daniel, that's Hasso. Uh, we talk nerdy things. We're, t we're two nerds that are talking about, they're going to talk about a movie today. Um, yeah, it's the start of October. Man, 2021 has really flew by this year. It has, yeah. dude. It fucking has. Last year, I was like, this is kind of long. <laughs> Well, see, was it long? Because I feel like it was, like, like March was, like, the entire year. And then, like, like April through, like, December was just, like, one week. Like, that's what it felt know. to me. Like, it was just that weird fucking whatever. Uh, this year was, I mean, this year is all right. It's, it's not the best, but I guess everything was coming back. Anything, anything was better than fucking 2020. That's for sure. True. Well, um so yeah it's uh friday october 8th at the time of this recording uh i was gonna we i i was planning on doing uh no time to die however i wasn't planning on it coming out this week and i'm busy this week and next week i might we might do halloween so it's just or next week is what if and then we gotta watch halloween and then do halloween and so I was like, damn. And then there's Dune after that. And then there's the DC Fandom. Th there's too much. So I think... I think on the, When's Fandom on the 16th? The 16th, dude. so in eight, in eight days. So, or like in a week from now. So it's just like, there's so there's so much going on. And so No Time to Die, I think, is going to be the movie that ends up on the, on the cutting block. Because, first of all, I'm not really, like, qualified to talk about it. Because I haven't watched really any of the daniel craig james bond movies i've seen james bond movies but i haven't really i think i saw a little bit of uh casino royale and uh i hear skyfall is basically just the dark knight but james bond <laughs> so uh so i don't think i'm qualified i really did want to watch no time to die though but i guess that's gonna have to kind of wait for that because yeah, there's there's just a lot going on. I didn't think Dune was coming out in October. I think we talked about it last week. I thought it was coming yeah, out in November. In the twenty second. Yeah, so I didn't think it was gonna get bumped up, but it did. And then in November we got like we got like Ghostbusters and you got the Eternals. You got Hawkeye. <laughs> we got what if. Well, there's just so it, there's so much going serious. on. So for like Hawkeye will be good. We have till like January. But then also December is just non stop in December. There's just so much going uh, on. December Spider-Man. The Matrix. There's other things coming out that I can't think of off the top of my head. There's a lot of stuff going on. And see, like, I wanted this last year, right? Because, like, we didn't have anything last year. But now it's just kind of daunting because everything just got smushed into a, such a small time frame. But uh, we're here. Yeah. But since it's it's spooky month, we're talking about a spooky movie here. And was it really that spooky? Not really. It was, it was pretty funny, to be honest with you. We're talking about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, probably the shortest movie this year. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I don't really know. It's not the worst movie I saw this year. Uh, I do want to talk about some uh, some some fan reactions because a lot of people, it's it's a very mixed movie. But uh, as always, non-spoilers, and then we'll talk about spoilers. So right here's the non-spoiler part, just in case you haven't seen it yet. Which if you haven't, I go watch it. It's not it's not very long. You'll 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 only lace like lace about like an hour and an hour and a half of your day I want to say, but uh, I didn't feel like that honest. Me, I was invested into the movie. Yeah, so like I said, this movie's pretty brisk. Uh, this time Venom and Eddie they're back, but they're but they have different aspirations. Eddie wants to be a no Eddie wants a normal life, while Venom wants to be out there fighting crime and eating bad guys, which is. A little bit of a contrast from the comics because usually Eddie Brock who wants to fight crime while holding Venom back from murdering a bunch of random people. It's still the same because like Venom wants to eat people but still. But Eddie has been chosen to do a story on one Cletus Cassidy which leads to an altercation where Cletus becomes carnage and now Venom and Eddie had to stop him. That's my short little summary for the things. Uh, this movie just cuts straight to the action. It wastes no time. It did. You want to see Venom versus Carnage? You're gonna see Venom versus Carnage. It's not like let's 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 build up to all this, which I think a lot of people will say like that's a bad part about it. But I, I, I didn't mind that at all. I think it's 
I thought it was a good idea that they kind of did it that way. Because really, what is there? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people yeah. know that story. Like, really, there's not a whole lot. Uh, I, I, what I can say is I really enjoyed this movie. It's not the greatest. Uh, it's way better than the first one. I had uh, fun. It's it's yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's very entertaining. I just I enjoyed this immensely. As Wilson Fisk once said, "When I was a boy, I could only dream to see Carnage on the big screen, and now I got to see him. And let me tell you, he did not disappoint. I really liked that version. Um, as far as actors goes, uh, Tom Hardy is delightful as Venom. You can tell he really enjoys it. He chews <laughs> up the fucking scenery, and I love it. I love every second of it." Like he just enjoys being him. He's just having fun. Like he, you know, he's just he's just he's great in these movies. Oh, Woody Harrelson. I'm just gonna say is Carnage. He's crazy. He plays the great the crazy Cletus Cassidy right, and he and he's a pretty good Carnage. I really liked him. He did an excellent job. I think the supporting cast is uh, is better in this one, although there's some weird stuff with them that well that I'll get into. But compared to the last one, they actually kind of stuff to do and a lot of them have some good you know comedy in them they're still not the greatest i mean they're basically the same characters as the last one but it's 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 better in this one i think this movie just kind of more leans on what was great about the first one and that's being the interaction between venom and eddie the whole bros that help you out to the whole old married couple i think that shtick is pretty solid and it provides some of the best dialogue in the movie carnage uh i i want to say He's almost accurate, like almost to 100%. However, there's one thing that made me go, it's not that accurate. But I'll, I'll get that in, I'll get to that in spoilers. But Woody Harrelson, I think, crushed it. I think he was great. I, I mean, he's way more interesting than fucking Carlton Drake and Riot in the last one. Honestly, yeah. And uh, Carnage, like I wasn't expecting this, but Carnage in this movie isn't so one note. And even though there's, the movie's pretty short, there's a lot of depth to him i mean they don't explore it a whole lot but there's a little bit to you know carnage other than he just wants to murder people there's a little bit more in this the cgi is way better in this one you can actually see them fight it's not just like the goo yeah it, it looks really clean it's a little bit more detail um the last one kind of looked like a ps3 cutscene in 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 some scenes uh but i'm pretty sure that 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 the old one was mainly because the the movie was rushed, so you know I guess they couldn't really have they didn't have enough time to polish things a little bit. Uh, I think the editing is a little bit better. There's some weird cuts here and there, but I think the editing overall is better. Again, probably because the movie was intended to be PG-13 from the very beginning, as opposed to the last one where I think it was a rated R movie cut to a PG-13 movie. Yeah, I think the story is. It's it's better, I think, than the first one. The first one is just a little too generic for me. And what can you really do with a with a story without Spider Man that involves Venom? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's I think it's better. The pacing's a little weird. Um but the pacing in the first one is really weird. Like it comes to a screeching halt at times and this one It I does, think, it does, dude. I think this one is a bit better. The first one is mainly because it. I think the first one's missing scenes. Like there's just moments where like you there's like scenes where you're like th- there should have been something else. But like to say that it's to say that it's better than the first one that's not really saying much. But I mean you know you got you got to give it something. Uh, the movie kind of has the structure of like the first Spider-Man movie where like most of the scenes are bouncing back and forth between the hero and the villain. Like in Tobey Maguire's, it's like. Let's get the let's get the hero's origin story and Tobey Maguire, the spider, and all that. And then right after that, you get the villain's origin story and Green Goblin. You come back to Spider Man, then you come back to, you know, you come back to it until they meet on screen and stuff like that. And it kind of like works yeah. that way. And that's kind of how this movie kind of worked a little bit. This whole movie is like an early two thousand superhero movie. It really is. Where the fuck did I leave off? I I wrote so much on here that I f- fucking uh. The end fight is way better because the first one is Venom and Riot, and they're very similar colors. Uh, whilst this one, Carnage is is you know he's red, so you get a better distinction. Also, I think there's a better distinction because I don't know. This is a spoiler, but Carnage has more tendrils coming out of him. Yeah, and he's also skinnier, kind of like how he is in the comics. While Venom's more, more like leaner. this giant brute. Yeah, so. There's a better distinction other than Carnage and Ven—I mean, uh, Riot and Venom looking the exact same, except one is just silver. 
Mm-hmm. And so the fights, you know, a little bit better. And like I said, for a movie being, for a movie where the main source of the main source of the source material is taking out, it's pretty. It's a pretty accurate representation of like some of the '90s Venom comics, mm-hmm. where he kind of had like his own solo series. Uh, we'll get to the the Easter egg of what that comic used to call used to be called and stuff like that. So. It, it just felt like one of those like early '90s comics. Now, whether that's a good or a bad thing to people, that's that's entirely up to you. But that's what it kind of felt like to me. Andy Serkis and Tom Hardy have a really good familiarization with Venom. You could tell they really went into it, and I've seen like behind the scenes stuff with them, and they're like really like, oh yeah, let, let, let's put this over there. I don't know if you've seen the video of them doing like, is this like, is it a is it a symbiote or is it a like a rock band? Yeah, and I, th- I think that's a good video. I think they, I think they just have like, you know, they just have that thing, and it's kind of like, this movie's not supposed to be like the next Scorsese masterpiece, but like, just oh, a movie no. that, that you could just chill with friends and have a good time. Not my friends, of course, but but some friends, and uh, <laughs> of course there are some impl- implications in this. <sighs> Sorry about the dude with the motorcycle. If anybody heard that. There's some implications to this movie that will kind of dictate the character moving forward, but we'll talk about that more in spoilers. Overall, the movie's fun. It's good. It's not amazing, but it's not it's not horrendously bad like a lot of people are kind of making it out to be. It's just good. I'm gonna add it to my list of you know comfort movies. It's just it's everything I expected it to be. See, that's the thing. A lot of people said like that's not what I expected. I'm like. What did you expect? You know what I mean? It's literally about a guy with this alien symbiote fighting a crazier guy with an alien thing. Come on. <laughs> like, I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit different until I saw the first trailer. And when I saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, it's just more of the same. But, like, at first, when I think, like, people didn't really know what it was. Like, like is it going to be rated R? Is it going to be, you know, this, that, and the other? Um, I think that's where I kind of was like, eh, this might be a little bit different, but it's not. So like it, like when I saw the first trailer, I was like, oh, okay. So it's just the first one, but we're just moving it on. So who who cares? You know what I mean? Like it, that's what yeah. I expected of it. So when I see people go like, it's not what I expected in this movie. I'm just like, what, like, what did you expect of the movie? Mm-hmm. I think as a movie, I give it like, I don't know, like a six out of 10, but I think that's fair to say. Yeah. But as an as an entertaining movie, I give it a solid nine because it it did entertain me. I did have fun with this movie. There's so much parts where I'm like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> yeah, like, they let they greenlit this. They greenlit the damn movie. I think. I mean, they kind of had to because, like, what's your next movie? Morbius. Like, you, you just, let's put some venom in there. I will yeah. talk about like what happens, but uh, let's talk box office real quick. So Venom broke the box office record amidst the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It made ninety point one million, taking out Shang Chi, taking Shang Chi's place as number one at the box office. Not amazing, but considering that movies are slowly coming back, it's a major win for both Venom and box office numbers. And it's good to see the box office coming back. It's always good to see that these movies are coming back, and that you know, amidst everything kind of going wrong, it's it's always good to kind of see that you know. This, it's it, like a lot. I remember the question in 2020 was like, were movies done for good? Since yeah, everything's coming to streaming. Dead. No, it was never dead. It was never dead. I never thought it was going to be dead, but it was interesting to see like a lot of the major movies just going sh- straight into streaming. Yeah. Especially some this year, they, they still went into streaming or whatever. So, but it's a good thing to see the box office coming back. And I mean, if it wasn't for Shang-Chi, this movie probably would have been delayed. Probably, yeah. And uh, I think this also makes Marvel go like, yep, we're keeping the Eternals the same. Yeah. And yep, Spider-Man's going to stay there. So it's all it's all good. It's all it's all great. So now we're moving into the spoilers because I think I just I think I just kind of went over everything that uh, I can think of off the top of my head. Is there anything you would like to add here? No, I think we're good. All right, so let's talk about spoilers. From here on out, it's spoilers. If you don't, if 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 whatever, shut up. Yeah, I said there was spoilers. And you skipped over this part. That's not my problem. Um, so like I said, this movie's uh very comic booky. There it is a lot of references to both Venom and Carnage, and 
that leads to the comics and even the previous movie. Like, I like how they kind of don't deviate from the movie. I mean, it's a, it's a direct sequel, but I felt like they're going to do some course correcting and kind of forget about it, but they didn't. So you always got to appreciate that. My, I think my favorite nod is that there's a running gag from Venom that he wants to be called the Lethal Protector. Yeah. Uh, which is, of course, that's the nod to the Venom's early solo series. That's what it was called, so... I, I like that little joke. I like how that like like that's what he wants to be called instead of like you know Venom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the story is it's it's just it's well I'll, I'll get into it because I did write it down later. Uh, I guess some some things. Stephen Graham plays a uh, detective Mulligan, which this character is kind of a waste. Like they, they don't really do much with this guy in this movie. I mean he's revealed to be the person that shot Shriek, but it's just like who cares like who are you and he's kind of like i don't know he i feel like he was just a waste and there was no point of having him in this movie other than to set up the next villain because in the comics this character becomes toxin which is the son of carnage mm-hmm. and um spoiler he doesn't die because at the end he, he he gets stabbed or i forgot what happens to him but uh, he doesn't die and i think in the next movie we'll see him i guess become toxin i guess probably it's weird because his, go. his eyes like his oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that but like his eyes like glow just like shriek's eyes so it's like does he have because carnage doesn't kill him shriek does so does he just get the shriek yeah. powers so who, who knows what they're gonna do with that i thought that dude like the stephen graham i thought it was the dude that played the the one dude in suicide squad the one that's like helping the joker oh, they look I very forgot. similar yeah yeah, they, I know. I know who you're talking about. They look very similar, but this guy, but this guy in this movie is like way short. He just looks way shorter than that guy. Speaking of shrink, I think she's another character that's kind of underutilized. Uh, she's interesting in her own right. Uh, in this movie, she is Cletus Cassidy's girlfriend, and I believe in the comics they're a couple. I think. Uh, yeah, I, because they take a lot from. Uh... Oh, not a lot, but it's Maximum Carnage, that story arc. Yeah. And then he breaks her out and a bunch of other villains to, like, cause shit for Spider-Man. Because I think I read in, like, I think there's a comic, I think it's Deadpool versus Carnage, and I think they were a couple in that one, like, Deadpool kills her or something like that. But then again, that could be someone completely different, and I'm just thinking it's Shriek. Yeah, no, she is, uh, like, a love interest for uh, Cletus Cassidy. Which is, you know... Cool, I guess. Again, that's kind of like a, like a thing where he's not so one note. Because in, in the comics, Cletus Cassidy's just mainly just a serial killer. He's a '90s villain. He's just a '90s villain. So I guess like this movie, it's good that they kind of gave him another thing to be, and even though it's not really used that well, uh, like I said, Carnage is pretty accurate. However, there is one thing that isn't accurate, as a Venom aficionado that I am. And that is when Eddie, when when it like when they're gonna defeat Carnage, and Eddie says that Carnage and Cletus aren't compatible. That's wrong because Carnage is literally because well he says that they're not compatible because Carnage is trying to kill Shriek and and Woody Harrelson's all like no no don't kill her or whatever. But in the comics, Cletus and Carnage are literally the perfect match. Do they're they even refer more perfect. To each other as I, not we. Yeah, they're like they're like perfect they're even more perfect than eddie and venom so that's the one thing that's not very accurate in this but i think i think also carnage like there's not a lot of him in this like i mean like carnage as like the symbiote it's more just cletus cassidy like shooting out some tendrils at people yeah and it's like you you kind of i mean i think the design of carnage is that's carnage but I don't know. He's just I mean he doesn't talk much, um, but I think I think it's it's fairly accurate. I wonder why he was. I mean it is a short movie, but I wonder why there's not a lot of him. But it's I mean you know whatever. This movie uh, we have a classic rom trope, uh, rom com trope, where Eddie and Venom essentially break up, and even though this movie is it's short. This part of the movie is, like, kind of a weird blend. It doesn't have enough time to get fleshed out, but also I feel like it drags a little bit. 
it's weird. I, I don't understand why there's just this weird distinction where, like, the movie... The movie's already short, and, like, the the sequence in which they're, like, separated, you're like, oh, okay, well, they're separated. And it feels like it takes forever for them to come back, but also it feels like this didn't get enough scenes. I don't... I can't put my finger on it why that's the main the main reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did you feel that way? Because I kind of, I kind of felt that way. A little bit, yeah. There are some points in the movie that I'm like, this is kind of slowing down. Yeah, which is weird because this movie is. I don't think it's as short as like when you're sitting there. Because an hour and twenty minutes is still a long time. But like, I don't, I don't know. I guess we we're just like we're just prone to movies being long now. I mean, we had three hours mm-hmm. Avengers and we had four hours Justice League, so you know you're we're getting longer movies now. Usually, Apparently, sequels now are like what two hours they try to push them. Yeah, and even Eternals that's that's gonna be like two hours and thirty minutes, which is apparently the second the second longest Marvel movie or whatever. Oh, yeah. So everything's just longer now. So it, it's weird that this is so short. But yeah, there's that rom com joke. It's it's weird. I I I. It was fun seeing Venom like do things on his own. I just think it's not as interesting. And also, let's talk about it. Because there's a scene where Venom goes to, like, a club. And everyone (laughs) thinks it's a costume. How is he in there? How is the music just not, like, screeching his ears out or whatever? That doesn't make any sense. But I do like that scene where he's all like, Eddie said that we were together. And he's all like, now we're whatever. And he's just bouncing between different people, like, slowly killing all of them. He literally says, I came out of the Eddie Brock closet. (laughs) I know. That's the kind of dialogue. See, I think the dialogue's all... Even though there's some weird jokes like that, I think the dialogue is better than the first one, where, like, the first one, they, they had the turd in the wind joke. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I think there's a missed opportunity to then flesh out Cletus and Carnage's relationship. Yeah. Because I think that would have been an interesting contrast. Because, like, Venom and Eddie are separated, but let's bring together Carnage and Cletus. Speaking of Cletus, I do like his backstory. It's pretty accurate. And the motivation in the story, um, we get the young Cletus killing his grandma, like that is ripped straight from the comics. Also, the uh, the killing his mom by throwing a toaster in the bath. I've uh, been thinking about doing the same lately, not to my mom, to me. Uh, and in <laughs> reality, uh, ever since he was a kid, uh, he was like this outcast. Except for Shriek, she made him like like she actually liked him. So I don't blame him for wanting to go after her and marry her, even though they're fucking. They're weird, gross people. It also makes sense that the people that he killed, like, all abused him, and that's why he he did it. Like, he didn't just do it just because he's just a crazy little kid. They all, like, abused him, and all he, and in the end, all he wanted was Eddie Brock's friendship or some shit. You know, this is one of those stories yeah. where it's, like, it's it's about the friends we made along the way. And he chose to write a story about him, which is, uh, this is a conscious of the comic who is just essentially just a psychopath. So it's nice to see a... A bend there's a bend a little bit for the story. I mean he's still a psychopath in this. But like yeah. it there's there's that little there's that little bend of it. But also mm-hmm. at the same exact time, this implies that like because I mean I mean we're we're getting more we're getting more BS. Which is like he's like a superhero vampire or whatever, or a super villain, whatever the hell he's gonna be. And then but like this implies that in 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 this universe there is people with superpowers. Because Shriek just has them mm-hmm. like she's had them forever so like she she just had it like cletus didn't have anything but like before the aliens came around the, what there was just one superpowered being is there more of them like what's going on here yeah uh so that's a little weird uh also this 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 i, I forget what they call it i know a lot of people call it spum the spider-man universe whatever it's called you know like i i, I don't know what it, like whatever but like it's it's what a weird universe to have yeah it's fucking um, sony dude also i like how every symbiote in their aliases they have the same adr voice like obviously tom yeah. hardy is venom riz ahmed provided his voice for riot in the first one and woody harrelson provides his voice for carnage in this one and you can definitely mm-hmm. hear woody's voice in there like whenever he talks i'm like yeah you can hear woody harrelson's thing i like that I like that little touch uh, it's better than uh, Venom and Spider-Man 3 where they basically just have the same voice for whoever, whoever it is. The violence here is where I wish it was rated R. Cause yeah, I think it's dude, I agree. pretty decent in this movie, but I wish we could see more. 
Like if you're just if you if you're just gonna show a straight action, just just show a little bit more. And when oh, I heard that, with your uh, comments, uh, Carnage Tornado. Oh yeah. Well, well, we'll get into some of the weird powers that uh, Carnage has in this movie because I did write some down. There's some weird shit in this movie. But like the like the first scene. First of all, I like the scene where um, he breaks out of prison or he breaks Shriek out of prison. He's just he's just walking around and then he like slides his tongue down somebody's like throat or whatever i'm like that's pretty gruesome but then but then they just kind of stop that and it's just like okay i guess yeah. and then the rest of the deaths are just him taking down helicopters and cars and all that kind of stuff and it's just like no i want to see him just absolutely atomize people we get to see we get to see uh you get to see lady venom again but this time there's i don't really see a reason for well see there's the thing i don't see a reason for michelle williams to even come back in this movie honestly dude there's no point because in the last one she helps with the riot fight but in this one she's just the damsel in distress i guess what you would say and i mean she does go get venom to help eddie but i don't know there's not really a point because she's not the love interest i mean she kind of is but she's like she doesn't get like venom doesn't get with her at the end and i don't know i guess i guess it's a little interesting to have like a story where the hero doesn't get the girl in the end, but it's just kind of like, like why put her in at this point? Yeah. Because like, like who, like who cares? You know what I mean? And like, like I feel like the reason why they put her in here is just so we could see Lady Venom again. I feel like that's the, I feel like that's the only reason why they put her in this. No, but like, I like why, like why didn't Andy Serkis or any of the writers just write her out? Cause she's like, she, at the end, they're just kind of broken up and, I know they kind of. I think they kind of set it up the last one where like they were gonna get back together because like you you know we get Stanley and he's be like hey you you don't give up yeah. on her or whatever but I, like like I think the new screenwriters just like just throw it away who gives a shit. Uh, same thing goes for Dan. Nobody no point to have him other than to tell Eddie that Carnage <laughs> kidnapped Annie. Get him out of there. Also like oh, I mean I know he does something at the end but who who gives a shit? Uh, I like how Carnage keeps referring to Venom as dad. Because yeah, dude, he is his father. True. He has his father, but I would have liked to see Venom react to it a lot more because he doesn't. He just, he just kind of like ignores him like the dead be dead that Venom is. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of like, uh, whatever. And like, he's actually whatever. What did you think of Venom was Eddie's bro? Because cause Ed, Eddie Brock is all heartbroken because Annie's getting married to Dan. I like after she tells him that she's engaged, they literally have a conversation. Like, he has like something about like heartbreak. I forgot what he said. I'm like, Okay, Venom's pretty cool. You oh, know? it's like it's it's when they're on the bike and he's like he like yeah. snaps at Venom and he's just like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take that because you're you're hurting right now. I yeah, understand. I like that. Like he's he's just a bro, dude. He's just like I I, I get yeah. you, man. I I understand you. I I get it. Uh, yeah. So he's just like, so I'm your boy and I'm here to cheer you up and that doesn't end up happening, but whatever. But what did you think of Carnage hacking into the computer? Dude, that's straight up ripped from Maximum it, Carnage because I think there's a, a subplot in that uh, comic where he, because it's the 90s, right? So it's like the yeah. internet's new. Yeah, he uses the internet to like mass murder. I'm like, that's that's brilliant. Thank yeah. you. They put it in. Yeah, it, it, was, it was just weird. Like, I remember I saw it. I was like, are they really doing this? And I was then, like, oh my god, it's from the fucking comic. Nice. I also like how when they do it, like the UI just changes to like a black and red like font. Yeah. I'm just like wow, this is great. I'm surprised. Like, I I, they, I bet they're really close, to, or maybe they did do it, and I just don't remember it. I bet when he put his fingers in it, I bet like a little animated carnage came up, <laughs> like a little face or Pretty something. Sure. Like, oh, no. like, like instead of the Loading Apple, screen. like instead of the Apple logo coming out when you turn on your phone, a little like carnage like face comes out before. Yeah, it's ripped straight from the comics, which he has the power to do. In this in this version, Eddie works for the so for some version of the Daily Bugle. Any correlation? Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. Um, of course, they do make Carnage more powerful than Venom. Like in the comics, Carnage is very yeah. overpowered, especially now. Like Carnage nowadays became like the ultimate like god. The only weakness that Carnage really has now is Cletus Cassidy's because Cletus is like the biggest fucking dumbass in the fucking thing. In the in the entire Marvel universe, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's people dumber than him, but that's literally his only weakness is that Cletus is a fucking idiot. And speaking of Cletus is a fucking idiot, 
I also like how Eddie solves the Cassidy case with the help of Venom. Because mm-hmm. Cletus Cassidy is too stupid. He basically wrote down his entire plan all over the walls. Like, I know Cle- yeah. Cletus Cassidy is, like, an idiot. But, like, how did the police not see that coming? Like, how did they not go in a cell and be like, what is all this? Let's look into this. Yeah. But, uh, so, like, just a random... And, and I like how Eddie didn't even solve it. Venom did. Yeah, he's like, I'm a better reporter than you. You're not even looking around. I did like that in the thing where he's all like, you know, I had a good TV show. I had a, I had a wife and all this kind of stuff, like, before you came around. And then, he's like, like you messed it. You messed it up. Yeah, Venom's like, yeah, well, you lost all that shit before I came around. He's like... That is true, but like that's not like that's not where I'm going at here. Also, is it a coincidence that Eddie's motorcycle helmet was black when going to Cletus, but when he figures out the Cletus case, his hel- his helmet turns red? What's going on in there, Andy Circus? You think you hide? Sh- you think you can hide shit from me, Andy Circus? No, you can't. I have laser vision. Also, Carnus is the title of the movie. <laughs> Fucking dope. Speakers almost blew out in the theater. <laughs> he literally says, "Let there be carnage," and I'm just like, nice, nice, nice. I like how, again, I like how they don't ignore the first movie. Like, I know it's not great, but it's still a sequel. I still bad, I still feel bad for Ruben Fleischer because he, he did Ooh. return to do this one. Uh, but he, he, got, he, uh, he, he got a producer's credit, so that's not too bad. But I do feel bad because, like, I feel like he did want to do a rated R Venom horror movie. Yeah. And Sony was just like, nope, PG-13. And make Dude, it, like, what I mean, either way. Would it have? I think, look at Deadpool. Yeah, I think Venom's a little more, I guess, well-known than Deadpool, too. Like, like mm-hmm. you look at him and you're like, yep, that's Venom. Like, there's people who grew up watching, like, Spider-Man the Anime series back in the 90s. They all know who Venom and Carnage is. And then the generation following them, like us, we would first... Like, I know I first saw Venom on uh, the anime series with Carnage. Same. I love, that. Then, I love uh, that episode, too. It's great. And then, of course, then we saw Venom first in Spider-Man 3, and then... And then Spectacular Spider-Man. So I think they would have done well with the rated R rating, with an R rating. But would it? But would it? But would it? Fuck me. Would it have done <laughs> good this year though? Because it would have been rated R, and that would have kind of limited your thing. And there have been rated R movies, but Sony doesn't have a streaming platform. So would it have made the ninety point one million dollars? Because like movies like Mortal Kombat, for example, they went on HBO Max. Yeah. So it's kind of like, would it have, like, I think any other year I think it would have done fine, but, like, I mean, I mean I'm talking about the first, I mean, we're talking about the first one, but I'm just saying, like, if, like, let's just say Venom 2 was rated R, do you think it would have made that much money? I don't think it would have. Maybe? I don't know. I probably. Anyways, I mean, it was, whatever. I, I think it would have made, I think it would have made a lot of money, but I don't think it would have made the $90 million, though. But I think... Because I made the ninety million dollars, I think they're just gonna continue it. They're like, "Why well, it, it it did it did well?" I mean, that's what happened to the first one. It wasn't received very well by critics, but it did well financially. So they were like, "Let's yeah. do another one." And I think that was the move to like put like let's put Carnage in the in the uh, the post credit scene, where Woody Harrelson has like the worst wig in the world. He's the sideshow Bob wig. Again, I talked about the club sequence. I wrote this down. This movie, even though it doesn't have Spider-Man, there's some very similar storylines, like how Eddie is fed up with Venom and he uses sound to get him off of him. And then Venom goes to another host, just like what Spider-Man did. Also, there's a church in this movie, so, you know, parallels. Uh, there's the Spider-Man three in this one has to do a little bit with religion. They, there's like Eddie Brock in Spider-Man three, literally asked God to kill Spider-Man. And then in this one, um, Carnage is getting married. I think the ending was satisfying enough. I didn't believe that Venom and Eddie were, like, going to separate because, you know. Yeah. It's a weird universe that they're starting. But, uh, like I said, it just... It kind of feels like the Hulk, where he just becomes a fugitive and he's on the run now. Yeah. I I was kind of upset that he... I I knew they were going to do it, but I was kind of upset that they killed Carnage. You'll fucking Venom. Fuck this guy and just bites his head off. (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I did like that. I also like how he just ate carnage like he just ate the simu can the simus just eat each other yeah that's weird hmm. and uh well something tells me that like because apparently when talking to them they're kind of like well anything can happen i mean we'll get into it but like he did bite his head off but like i don't know maybe maybe cletus's head like in the body or whatever just fucking like the the, the carnage body just like re- resurrects him a new but i don't know i don't know 
Oh, yeah, he's dead. He's super dead. Shriek is dead. I like how they both just... Shriek just dies. A fucking bell just falls on her, and then Woody Harrelson just falls. Just the actor Woody Harrelson fell. He fell in, he fell in <laughs> real life. That's why you haven't seen him in a lot of things lately. <laughs> but enough of all this shit. Let's get to the post credit scene, because that, like that seems like the only thing that, that matters coming out of this movie for most people. So the end credits scene. So the end credits, we get Eddie, and there's Venom, and they're in a hotel room, or a motel, whatever you, whatever you like to call it. They're watching a good old-fashioned novella. And that when I remember mm-hmm. I saw that, I think like it, I, I, I want to see other movie theaters because in our movie theater, I mean, we're like right next to the border. Everybody loved that joke. Everyone was laughing. Yeah. But I want to see other movie theaters in like another part of the U.S. to see like, did anybody like, re- I mean, no, everybody knows what the novella is and everybody knows how stupid they are. But like, I want to know, like, did anybody like really go out there and be like, ha, that's great. Because everybody here was just like nice. Some spooky stuff happens outside, and Eddie was being transported. And then on the TV, of course, we get the world famous and popular comic book character, J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. And after that, we get a lesser known character by the name of Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. The actor Tom Holland. So, yeah, Sony actually did it. Or should I say Disney did it? Because Sony was kind of they banged up. Did it. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, Sony was kind of banged up for this. They were all like, yeah, Venom and Spider-Man. And Disney was like, no, we, we don't want this. If you're not going to give us the rights of Venom back, then, then go fuck yourself. Like, this, this your cinematic universe is going to stop, like, at, like, three movies or whatever. So who cares? So, like, so like Disney finally was just like, fine, whatever, let's do it. I know we had, like, Amy Pascal. Wait, is Amy Pascal the one that... She's yeah, the one she's that's at Sony. Okay. Yeah. Cause I I was like I was like uh I was like does Amy I always get Amy Pascal from Sony and Kathleen Kennedy from Disney I always get them confused because they're both leaders that do really bad movies. Um, Don't forget our boy Avi Avi Arad. But can, oh yeah that's true. But like I but I specifically remember Amy Amy Pascal. Like going in like with Kevin Feige and she was like, "Yep, Venom oh, and Spider Man like, or whatever." And Kevin Feige's like, mm-hmm. "Can you shut the fuck up?" Yeah, she's like, "They're in the same." I don't know how she phrased it, but she was like, "Basically, they're in the same universe." And Feige's face, like, he he looked away from the camera. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. Who so I don't know. If this, this is like a force thing, but uh, I I I like to think that this was just an inevitability. Mm-hmm. Like I want to, like I I do want to talk about the possible repercussions of this choice, but I mean, yeah, I mean people want to see Spider Man and Venom, you know, interact. Now I now I wanted to see that, but I didn't I didn't necessarily know how this was gonna end up because like you had to do a lot of stuff with it. First off, that means every character in the Sony Spider Man universe is all fair game in the MCU, including yeah. Morbius. Black Cat, Silver Sable, Craven, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson. How's that gonna work? I don't know. And other characters. The Morbius movie kind of spoiled it, but it's interesting because Eddie well, yeah, was. Yeah, did. But what's interesting about that is that Eddie was transported to the MCU. So either Morbius is already in that universe, or he was transported at the end, and then Michael Keaton's Vulture is or, a different or version. Or it takes place like after Far from No No Way Home, and they they fuck up the timeline, right? And then it's like. I don't know. I'm trying to, like, piece this shit together. Or maybe, like, that's the... Maybe the, the fucking... The, the multiverse fucking up is the cause of Michael Morbius's powers? Because... Bats or something? I don't... I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't get it. But... Or Michael Keaton's Vulture is a different version? And he gets transported at the end? Who knows? We, we won't know until we see Morbius in January, which I'm not really looking forward to. One thing that I... One thing that I do want to say and that I want to bring up is that the MCU is willing to bring back bring these characters into the MCU. Then there is no reason for Toby and Andrew not to come back. The only dude, way they don't come back at this point is if they just both said no. Dude, a lot of people wanted Andrew Spider-Man with uh, Tom Hardy's Venom. I'm like, yes, that's a perfect match for me. I do, I do have an idea that I do want to talk about because I did think of it like when I was when you I was think driving he on my way from home. his universe. Yeah, I, I have a little thing here. Hold on, let me let me Ooh, just do this okay, real quick. Cool. Yeah, uh, go for it. Because I, I I thought about it on my on the drive home. I was kind of like I would like I was just banged up on this movie, so I was just like let me do it. But uh, also since it's a multiverse situation, maybe they could bring back Woody Harrelson as Carnage. I think if people like him enough, there's a good chance for him to come back. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, his head is chopped off, but again, you know, like, or maybe just Carnage just gets him a new body. And what I think is going to be funny is that, like, since all this is happening, what if they just forget that the whole plot line with the, with the Mulligan character and he just, like, he just never comes back? I think that would be really funny. And also, Tom Hardy could be in No Way Home because there's that picture with the production hat. But maybe we could just see him in a future credit. movie. Who knows? Yeah, he probably is in post credit. There is that scene that people still don't know if that's Lizard or Venom. I'm pretty sure it's a lizard, but it could be Venom. Yeah. Because we'll see, will Spider-Man 4 be him versus Venom? Or will Venom 3 be... You know what I mean? Like, I think it might be Ven- Spider-Man 4. I don't know. It just like, depends. Because in Venom, in this one, they set up talks and it's like, okay, you want him to be, like I guess, the antagonist of the third movie, but even though, you're going to have him face Spider-Man. Even though Toxin really isn't an antagonist yeah he's a hero. a hero so I don't, I don't really know yeah but here's my kind of theory here and this actually doesn't make any sense like i thought of the reasons why this wouldn't make any sense but yeah i, I just want to throw it out there so i was wondering how they were going to explain venom's sudden infatuation with with tom holland i'm not calling him spider-man i'm calling him tom holland because <laughs> like the second he sees him he's just like yep i want to eat that guy and he's like food because like you, because you had to establish the fact that Venom and Spider-Man hate each other, I guess. And if you look at it, there's really no reason for them to hate each other. Yeah. Well, in the comics, the symbiote's more like a pissed off uh, ex. That's yeah. Like you're rejecting me, asshole. What the fuck? So here's right? my and then this one. What? Go for it. Maybe the maybe Venom was with a version of Spider-Man before, and the second he sees Tom Holland, he's all like. Look at that. That that that's the guy that I was with before. Like he he's wearing Dude, the, like a similar outfit. And that Dude, version watch him be like watch him be like on my world I was with this fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? But like well, no, here's what they could do. Here's what they could do. They can excuse me, I almost choked on my saliva. They could take a cue from Spider Man the anime series and say uh Spider Man got rid of the symbiote at a rocket facility and shot him off into space. Yeah. Right? And then maybe he found other symbiotes and crash landed back on Earth. Yeah. Like, you could just, if they retcon the first movie, no one's going to fucking care. Yeah, because nobody cares. But they cares. could do it. But yeah, I and they think... could just say he belongs to a different Spider-Man. Boom. But I think that version of Spider-Man could be the Andrew Garfield version. I hope Like, so. that's the, that's the one that he's kind of like, that. like, you remind me of that guy that I was with. Yeah. And, like, obviously, like, yeah, they would have to retcon the first one. But, again, who cares? And that would also make sense because... Well, it would make sense in the fact that you can't do, like, Toby because he already has a Venom in that universe. Mm-hmm. And he got atomized. And Andrew... I mean, Tom Holland, they're not going to really put Venom in it. So, Andrew Garfield's really the only one without a Venom. Yeah. I mean, there is a Venom in this, but they, they, they cut that scene out. But I think, like, they could do that... Um and then, because I think he was transported to the MCU, I think there's a good chance that he'll get transported back into the regular universe. Probably. And then I would like to see, I, I, I don't want to see The Amazing Spider-Man 3, but like, you know, if you're if you're going to do like, because well, apparently Sony is planning on doing Spider-Man 4, you could do just like another Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, but now he's against Venom or something. Because, and they were going to make the Sinister Six movie where he did, he he would have bonded to the suit. Yeah. And I think Carnage would have been the villain or Venom. I don't know. It's a weird movie. Like the one with Drew Goddard. There's also, uh, there's also the Clone Saga in it. Yeah, they wanted to, like, I think Clone Gwen Stacy or some bullshit. And then she like becomes Spider-Gwen. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a terrible movie. Like, when I saw the concept <laughs> of this, I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, fucking Sony was just throwing anything to the wall. They're like, we need to retain the rights to this character. And it didn't happen. I think I would have liked to see, like, that version of Spider-Man just get folded into the MCU. Just like the way that this happened. You know what I mean? I know. I would have wanted, um, like, an older Spider-Man. Maybe because, like, Andrew Garfield, I feel bad for him because he's he really liked playing Spider-Man. Oh, and then the thing, uh, in the Avengers, they wanted to put Oscorp Tower into that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, but they finished the CG render for the skyline, so like we can't put it in now. Also, um, in Iron Man two, uh, I think I said this before, but Iron Man was the uh, the creator of the uh, Dark Ock uh, tentacles. Yeah, the arms. 
So, uh, there's another villain that uh, Tony Stark made. Anyways, are you excited for this? Because I am. I, I want to see Venom and... Yeah, no, I want to see how they do this. I want to I want to see how they fucking pull this off. I don't think they can do it because it's, it's Kevin Feige. Like, I don't think he would have... I don't think he would have done this if he didn't have an idea already in mind. Yeah. And also, I just want to see a giant Venom just pulverize Tom Holland for a little while. And then they're mates for some reason. But, uh... I want to see if, like, the symbiote Venom will, like, bond with, like, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Because, like, in this version... The, you don't really like become possess- like you don't like turn different with the symbiote, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like Eddie's still in control. Well, yeah, he's like it's like a fifty fifty. It's sim- it's symbiotic. <laughs> what what <laughs> actually? What actually? Fuck me for making that joke, dude. Well, actually, like, I wonder if like he gets to, um, Tom Holland and he like slowly kills him because that's what he's doing in this movie. He's like killing people by eating their insides then- and all that. But then he's like, "Oh, we have to be compatible." That is true. You know, like they remember they can mention like, "Oh, we have to be compatible to like have like a good symbiosis." I think they'll have to do it, but I think it'll just be like maybe like a scene, and then that's it. They're done. You know what I mean? Like they, they're not gonna do yeah. it for like all that kind of stuff. I do, however, wonder if he looks at the spider and he makes the classic Venom big spider chips thing. I hope so. That's why the only reason I want him to bomb with Spider-Man is to be like, ooh, I like this idea, and just, like, keep the spider. The only thing that sucks is that Tom Holland's spider is puny. It is a small little thing on his chest, Don't so it's just kind of... worry, the symbiote will just... What if he bonds with the Iron Spider suit, right? <laughs> what if he just bonds with a tarantula? He's just like, I like this. Let's just, just, okay. just put it on there. You I know, because I would want to see this Venom with, like, web powers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like... He sort of has it in the first one, like he like he swings with his fist or something, but like yeah, yeah I see but they use mean. the tendrils. Yeah, but they yeah. use the tendrils and stuff. Yeah, I would like to see that kind of version. I mean, I know in the ultimate version he doesn't have the. I know later on he does, but in the ultimate, like the video game and all that, he doesn't have the big spider on his chest. But I do want to see. I yeah. want to see how Tom Hardy would look it with that thing, because I think he, I think that would just complete the look. But no, um, it would be cool how they can like probably like animate it to like be moving. Oh, like a Rorschach like, thing. Yeah, because, like, the symbiote is, like, a, it's a living organism, so it'll probably be, like, undulating. I don't know. Like, they can do some cool shit with it. That's pretty cool. I would like to see that. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Uh, I'll, All right, I'll Danny, want me to it. blow your mind about this movie real quick? Go for it. So, the cinematographer, Robert Richardson. All right, he's done some, is he done some indie films uh, you might uh, have heard of. You ready like for this? The Lighthouse. Uh, he's done... Kill Bill Volume One and Two, uh, Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> Django Unchained, World like War Z, The Hateful Eight. Uh, he's done a lot of movies. He's Once Upon Jesus. a Time in Hollywood. He's done Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The cinematographer of that movie did this movie. Uh huh. That is wild so, to me because those so, movies are very good looking. So is Venom Two uh, Cinema probably? Here, I'll link you the article. It's that fucking is, wild. That is very... Because I'm not going to say this movie's ugly, but there's not that many great shots in it. There is that shot where, like, Venom, like, goes up to, like, look at the city and he's just, like, panning over it. I'm like, that's that's pretty good looking. But, like, it's not that great looking of a movie, so it's whatever. Also, one thing I want to mention is that I like when when they, when they they're going to put Cletus Cathody... They put Cletus Cathody on <laughs> on death row. He just starts punching the walls. I mean, I guess like he has nothing else angry. to punch, but I just think that's funny. I just thought it was a funny scene. Wow, that's wild to me. Yeah, I when I found that, I'm like, you're telling me this guy who made like as part of all these good movies made this. I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's wild. It's wild, dude. I did like it though. I had I had a fun fun time with it. When I wanted to like have like. This is, like, one of those movies that I know, like, if I'm, like, in a bad mood and I just want to have, like, a good time, I'll probably just slap this movie in there. That's what I do with yeah. the first one. Because I don't hate the first one. I kind of like it. It's fun. It's fun, too. I watched the first one when it's on TV. I'm like, oh, fuck it. Venom is funny. It's a... It's, it's, a, it's one of my... It's one of my feel-good movies. It's one of those movies so that I'm all like, yeah. It's a movie about a guy and his alien symbiote. Because a lot of people would say me and Eddie Brock are very similar because we're reporters. And we write stories. <laughs> Well, as far as like he writes actual stories, and I just 
I just write a review on fucking movies. But anyways, me and Nanny Brock are the same thing. And one of these days, I will have a, a popular show, and it'll and it'll go down the drain, and my life will be sucking, <laughs> and I'm gonna have the, this symbiotic relationship with someone. It's gonna happen. But anyways, sick motorcycle time. Well, yeah, that was good. I liked it. Uh, again, yeah, I give it like a six out of ten. But like entertaining wise, I give it like a an eight to a nine. I had a yeah. lot of fun with it. It, it. It's one of those movies that's like the fast movie where like I think you can put this on like in the background, like at a party or something, and people would be like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, a bunch of hammered people watching two symbiotes fight. I'd be like, this is fun. You know what? I think one of these days I am going to try that. I think I am going to try to watch this movie just fucking drunk. I don't think I'll get much of a a difference with that, to be honest with you. But uh, let's just move on to the next time. And this is a pretty pretty good of a breeze. It's a good thing I did all these notes. Because if not, I'd be like, uh, I mean, there's still moments of that, but still. Oh, let's go on to the next segment. What's the noise? And then in this segment, we talk about everything that we've been doing. Watching, reading, listening to whatever. Uh, I have a list here, but uh, I'll let you say. Dude, I don't even have a list. Oh, what else? okay. I've been like, you know how I was watching Daredevil? Yeah. It took, it's taking me longer. I'm still in season two. I'm at the end. Honestly, I like this season more than like I did when I first saw it. I think like, season two is the worst one, but it's still really good. The quality throughout those seasons are consistent, though. Yeah. Like, what thing about this season? It feels like it's just too much. I think I, I have, think like... What, what I don't like about this season is that I feel like they don't use the pun... Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the Punisher isn't that much utilized in it. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Punisher storyline is, like, the first... Like, because that's the popular one that's in the comics or whatever. But then it kind of gets shunned aside for Madame Gao or whoever the hell the villain is. Or it's Elektra or something. So I know, because, like... like it ties in how, like, the, he's trying to defend the Punisher, but then Elektra interferes with the trial. Yeah. And then, like, the hand just shows up. And it's, like, this whole big fucking deal. And then fucking Fisk is doing his thing. It's yeah. all this crazy shit. It's a lot. I'm like, okay, this is so good. You right? can tell they're setting up the defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's that's what it feels like it's doing. Like, oh, you're setting, you're setting shit up. Which is, like, I guess, like, a detriment that, like, Age of Ultron, for example, is just setting up other movies, and I feel like that one's just setting up the Defender. But I think this one does it better. Because the thing about the Daredevil series, it's pretty much the only show on Netflix that I think is a pretty consistent in quality. It is. There's some major dips in the other shows. I think the I think the Punisher is another show, but it's also like kind of like it's weirdly paced. One thing that I hate about those shows is that they are extremely long. Like, I like what? the, like, they're extremely long, and not necessarily Daredevil, but, like, what I like about the Disney Plus series is that there's eight episodes and then, and then they're done. Because a lot of those, a lot of those shows is just a lot of people just giving out exposition and talking, and it's just, like, I remember when I was first going through them, I was, like, yeah, okay, alright, let me, let me just skip through this kind of shit. I, like, just give me, give me back to Daredevil punching people in the hallway. That's just my opinion, though. I do I like. <laughs> I, I fucking do, quit, Daniel. Thanks. I do like Daredevil though, but I don't like. I just don't, and that's just for. And Daredevil is the least offended out of all of them. The rest of them, like Jessica Jones, for example, I remember I couldn't sit through it. I was like, I just can't watch this. Luke Cage was great, and then they killed Cottonmouth, and I was like, this isn't great anymore. Iron Fist is all exposition, and they don't show any of it, which pissed me off. They're like, there's a there's a magical dragon in the city of Kunlun. Okay, but we'll never show you it, so whatever. And then uh, Punisher is also nothing but exposition and showing you how they made Jigsaw or whatever. I'm just saying I like the pacing of the new shows where it's just eight episodes and there's just not a lot of bullshit. What can I say, Hasso? I'm there for the entertainment, just like Venom 2. All right, uh, this was fun. I'm out. I cut my mic. Bye, Venom. I mean, bye. <laughs> Jesus. God, Bye, I'm just like I'm, I'm gonna control my fucking like myself right now, Daniel. Thanks. I really just said by Venice, anyways. No, I've been like no, because I'm not watching Daredevil. I'm like this is so fucking good. The dialogues, it's everything's so well written. Anyways, go, what else? Or is that it? No, because Black Widow's on Disney Plus. I rewatched that. I'm like, do it I still feel Plus. the same? Do I feel the same as I did in July? Yeah, more or less. I still like the movie. Yeah, I saw it the other day. Ask Master like, and all. <laughs> I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. I like it. 
I think I like Venom more. As a movie, no. But as like entertaining wise, I think I I think Venom just edges it out just a little bit. Even though they're they're very similar. There's just some some weird jokes and some wonky stuff in it. The wonk, yeah. Yeah, I haven't really been doing much, honestly. Uh, I can remember. Hmm. Well, I've been doing some stuff. Uh, I saw on Netflix Invader Zim enter the Florpus, like I said that I was the last time we were here. It was good. I loved mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I, I I thought it was great. It you was gave a, it a 10 10? Yeah, it was a 10 out of 10. Well, that's, I, I meant that scene was a 10 out of 10. But yeah, that movie's a 10 out of 10. It was like, it was, it was just like a continuation of the show, which is what I liked. Uh, I like how the animation is like way better because like back then like of course like it the show was canceled for like 15 years so like the animation back then was like obviously like technology is like way better but it also still feels like Invader Zim and also like uh, I like how canonically the beginning of the movie it's kind of like where has Zim been because he's like he's missing and canonically literally he just stayed on a toilet like he literally that's the scene the scene where I posted He's, like, in the toilet. That's what he was doing the entire time. Canonically, for the entire 15 years that the show was canceled to this movie, he was just hiding in the toilet, which is, that's funny to me. And also, um, well, in the show, it's, like, a year, but canonically, in the real life, he was hiding in that toilet for 15 years. Yeah. But, uh, great, it's a great movie. I really like it. If anybody likes that cartoon, I highly recommend that movie, even though I'm pretty sure you've all seen it before, because I... I, I didn't know it existed and I barely saw it. Uh, I saw Star Wars Visions, the first three episodes, the anime that is Star Wars. Um, very interesting. I'll, I'll say that. I like the different because every episode is a different animation style, and it's different mm-hmm. creators doing their own kind of spin on Star Wars. Which the first episode is really good. It had the Batman Ninja. If you if you guys have ever seen well, that, yeah. It has that art style, which that movie isn't great, but I love that art style. But in the Star Wars one, it's all black and white except for the lightsabers. And I was just like, this is cool. And yeah. they kind of like went with like like samurai Jedis or whatever. And also none of these episodes, apparently for at the moment, they're not canonical. So it's just kind of like, these are just, they just got a bunch of like anime directors and been like, just make some Star Wars stories. Yeah. They're also brisk episodes. They're like 13 minutes each. So they're pretty brisk. The second one, I didn't like so much. It had like a gorilla, like the gorillas style. Uh, no, not gorillas. Not as gorillas. I don't, I don't know. But it had that style of animation. I didn't like it so much. It was also a weird story because it was about a rock band that was like being hunted by Boba Fed by Jabba the Hutt. It was just kind of like, what is this? And the animation was kind of weird. I did like it though. I thought it was whatever. And then the third one, the third one is. Is it's it's basically Dragon Ball Z but fucking Star Wars, which is what I thought was great. Also, I'm pretty sure it has the the dark Jedi waifu thing that I see all over my timeline. Cause it's just an anime chick, but she's just in the dark side or whatever. So I'm just like, oh boy, here we go. I remember watching the episode. <laughs> I was like, here we bloody go. We're gonna see this all over. And yeah, I have seen it. This she's just the waifu kind of thing. Not my thing, but you know, I you know, to each their own. Uh, in preparation for Venom two, I saw Venom one, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all right. It's all right. That's all I can really say. It's it's just all right. Again, I like all the Tom Hardy stuff. I like when he ch- climbs into the lobster tank. I like at the end when oh. Sideshow Bob says, "There's gonna be carnage," and then he does that cheeky fucking smile, dude. <laughs> yeah. I like how I like I like the callback where he kills Ryan. He's like, "Have a nice life," and he just kills him. Uh, great stuff. Like, just, just what a great movie. I don't care. It's a masterpiece of, of studio soullessness. Of and a then cash I, grab, dude. I bought Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. We just talk about uh, that. It was. It's a fun game. I I quite like it. I I. I figured it was like the 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 movement of the game is very fluent. I'm not a big Smash person, like uh-huh. I, I'm not like I don't know, I I don't know. I just never got into it. It was just never that thing where I'm all like, yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah, this is so great. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like I have it and whatever, but it's just like I don't know. 
I think it's like one of those fighting games where like it's good for like parties and stuff like that. Like a bunch of people like group around because I think it's it's fairly simple. But like also there's like those like really big tryhards that wave dash and and tilt cancel whatever the fuck you do any in those fucking things. I don't know. Uh, but this one it's <laughs> yeah it's pretty fluid. Like, I mean it it's a very much a rushed um, project, Product. but for being rushed. It still has better qualities than like a license. It it's still way better than a licensed like Nicktoons game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know Nick rushed them, but like the devs were kind of like, okay, yeah, you're rushing this, but we're still gonna try to make this a good game. Which unfortunately you have to compromise a lot of stuff. Like there's no story mode, but who who gives a shit? Uh, what are you gonna do? Fight their version of Master Hand, which is the hand that like bring spongebob in and out of frame in the fucking uh in the intro i I don't know there's no voice acting which i think i think that's a a major loss because it's weird there's no sounds in the thing there's i mean there's also like the punching sounds and all that but all you're doing is just listening to the music so what i do is i just mute my tv and i just put on some music for me to just listen to when i play it because like it's just weird uh, there's just there's a pretty bare bones arcade mode that I did go through. It's just a ladder kind of thing. It's whatever. The stages are really unique and I really like them. There's only one stage that I hate and that's the Nigel Thornberry one. I thought it I thought it was bad. The cast is a little weird because it's kind of like you're attracting new fans and also like older fans. But also, what kind of older fans were you attracting? Because like you have stuff like obviously a SpongeBob, Patrick, and Sandy. Yeah, the Avatar characters, which that's a no-brainer to put them in, and the Legend of Korra, because that's very popular now. You have, like, Invader Zim, which I was kind of surprised that they brought him in. Danny Phantom as well. I feel like they're kind of bottom barrel. Nicktoons uh, cartoons, even though I loved them as a kid, I feel like they're kind of... You mentioned those, and a lot of people are kind of like, what? what is that? Uh-huh. Which I think is that I think that is an absolute shame. I think Especially Danny Phantom. I think Danny Phantom was the GOAT back then. Mainly because I was into superheroes and stuff. And no, it's not because we share the same name. And you have, like, the Ninja Turtles. You only have two, and then you have April O'Neil for some reason, for some reason, which I think is a little weird. Yeah. Uh, you have Nigel Thornberry from the from the Wild Thornberries, which, okay, where's the other guys? You have Cat Dog, which I'd never seen. I, I know what Cat Dog is, but i just never seen it. Don't yell at me, Dominic. Um, oh, boy. There's there's other fucking people and there. there's like fucking there there's Ren and Stimpy which is just one character, which Ren and Stimpy is a fever dream of a cartoon that I remember. It, it's just a weird cast. There's Powder Toastman. There's Reptar. I think they only put Reptar because you can't explain like the actual Rugrats like babies fighting you know people <laughs> yeah. and getting murdered by put the, the dads, Ninja Turtles. The, the parents. I mean you could, but like they're not very interesting. Like they're kind of interesting, but like they're not like great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, so they put Reptar of all things, but I, I think it works. I think for some reason, the only Hey Arnold character is Hel- Helga for some reason. There's no Hey Arnold. There's no football hit himself. Um, so I, I just think it's a weird cast, but I think it's also, again, they were rushed, but I also think that they're going to do it like Smash style. Like we're going to bring out some characters. Like, don't you even worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, like I know like the, the leaked ones are Garfield and Shredder, which is, that's interesting. I remember so uh i i like it it's a good game i i do we we like all of us as friends have a thing called the shindig where we all hang out together and play video games and i will bring this because i think it's fun uh it's way faster than smash i will say that though and um yeah that's pretty much it that's all i really done it's just that and writing all these notes oh i did finish what if i'm full of shit actually okay Yesterday, I watched the first Scream because it was on TV right before we all. I actually want to watch that. That was like for some reason on a list of mine. Because it, it was on AMC and it was like a double feature, like the first and second one. I'm like, I want to watch the first one. I had yeah. a blast. I was like, this is fun. I want to want to throw a party like that where they have at the end minus the murder. Oh yeah. <sighs> minus the murder. I do need Even to see like, 2018 Halloween before I see the new Halloween. Don't worry, you got like another week. Don't. Is it? Hold on, let me check my calendar. Shit, it's next week. Cool. Uh, it is next week. Fuck, I really went blank, dude. Huh. Of course, the the NFL season is still kicking off, so, you know, I've been watching that. Are and, you happy uh, with your teams this year? No, I'm not. <laughs> We're one in three. 
uh, we got our first win on Sunday, which is like whoop de doo, man. And we're and we're going on prime time on Monday too. I hope I just hope we don't get fucking embarrassed. That's what I'm scared of. But um, yeah, I get the day off on Monday, so that's probably when I when I'm gonna um check out Halloween or maybe this weekend, maybe like on Sunday. I got nothing to do uh-huh. on Sunday since my team's not playing, so I'll probably I'll probably check it out eventually. Cause I need to I need to be prepared, and then I might watch the other James Bond movies because. I really wanted to watch No Time to Die because I thought it looked interesting, even though I haven't seen really any of the ones. And I hear like Spectre's crap. Uh huh. So I I don't, I don't really know, but I'll, I'll catch up eventually. But uh, yeah. Oh, for the people that say that Venom is the worst movie of the year, you obviously have never watched Tom and Jerry or Space Jam. That's all I'm saying. But Tom and Jerry was fucking good. <laughs> I have the evidence not... also. I have yeah, the evidence no, for everyone to see. No, I remember I fucking messaged you. I'm like, this is so fucking bad. Why am I watching this? No, not even the messages. I just have a podcast episode. <laughs> not not my proudest moment, I will say. It's not my proudest moment. So for the people that say Venom is like really bad, you obviously have never seen you obviously haven't seen those two movies because those movies are pretty terrible. I did. A, I didn't. Well, I mean, we did episodes on both of them, or I did one for Space Jam, and I and I absolutely hated it. But uh, yeah, I think that's the show. I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for subscribing or whatever. Uh, this is the Rupier Special where we talk movies, comics, TV shows, entertainment in general. You get it. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, uh, if you can leave us a review, a nice one, please. Uh, even if you, even if the, okay, no, not a nice one, but a five star review. So if it's a, if it's a, if it's a review, but you're, you're like, you're personally flaming me, but it's five stars. I'll take it. I don't care. Um, uh, you can, you could follow the Rupert special on Instagram. You can follow it on, uh, Twitter. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel where I post, uh, videos. There will be a condensed venom, uh, review on there and i will edit it uh sometime this week when i find the time for it uh also is capita frame on youtube and the icon of cringe on instagram i am clown prince everywhere and lopez and Nader on twitter uh next week what if is the ending so it ended this week so we're, we'll talk about it i wrote so many notes about it so what if next week and uh yeah that's the show I'm Clown Prince, that's also, and we'll see you all later. Peace out. Laters.